Okay, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Second episode that you haven't seen podcast. My name is Steven. This is... Alicia. Hi. Good, excellent. So, <laughs> we looked at two films this week, which are interesting. Not all these episodes are going to cover the best in cinema. Yeah. Okay, so Steven... Have you ever seen Twilight? I have now. <laughs> yes, you have. And it's really fun to watch you watch it. <laughs> you know... He, he was in pain throughout the entire movie. It's episodes like this <laughs> that make me question all the decisions I've made in my life that have led me to this point. <laughs> Are you sad that you so, ended up with me? Hold like, on, hold on, hold mean? on, hold on. That's odd. Let me go back. <clears throat> We watched Twilight and Teen Wolf, obviously supernatural kind of werewolf connection, um, this week, and we watched Twilight first, and we we just need to talk about that before we talk about Teen Wolf because we need to we need to finish strong. Teen Wolf wasn't particularly that good of a movie, either. For one point two million dollars. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it it definitely held its own for an 80s film, which we've done two 80s films for you now, so we got to get you up to date our next episode. But, I mean, I will say that at least the characters had some personality, which is something you don't get to see in Twilight. Um, and embarrassingly, I was one mm. of those people that went to see Twilight in the theaters. Why? I had read all four of the books. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So the book series was not particularly the best book series that I've ever read. Uh-huh. But they were entertaining and lighthearted and fun. Um, it's basically the story of a girl with no personality meeting... A Mary a, Sue. A vampire and his family and falling kind of involuntarily in love with each other, which is the biggest thing that worries me about the whole story. Being a self-described feminist, like the idea that all you need is a man to get through really bothers me. The basic overall plot of Twilight is this. Bella Swan moves from Phoenix because... Hopefully, no, no, stop. I'm going to stop you there. Hopefully, <laughs> this is the, the plot of the whole series because this movie didn't have a plot. <laughs> so the entire series goes from Bella being this girl who doesn't really know what the hell she's doing with her life. It's all told from her point of view, basically, um, except for a few parts of the books that are told from Jacob's point of view. And we don't really get to meet Jacob that much in the in the first Twilight movie. He's just kind of this kid that's hanging around. But basically, let me just go back to the overall plot of Twilight. Because there was one, believe it or not. Um, not in the traditional sense. <laughs> so Bella is living in Phoenix with her mother. Uh-huh. Uh, presumably her mother and father are divorced. She's been living with her mom in sunny Phoenix. Her mom's dating a minor league baseball player and she wants to go on the road with him. So she's going to move to Forks uh, Washington to live with her father. The exact opposite in every way of Phoenix, Arizona. Cloud cover. Yeah, I mean, like cloud cover, dreary. Is, is Phoenix, Arizona known as a real happening town? 
I mean, mean it's, 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 really, it's Arizona. It's she's she's not moving hot. from New York City to like some podunk town. I mean, obviously Forks is a smaller town, but it's not like you think about Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, but and Phoenix it's, is still like there. There's stuff to do. Like it's not. There's different people there. Any, I don't know. It's just a big change because you're going from warmth and sunlight all the time to darkness, which is an overarching plot because the the Cullen family, which are the vampires, they could come out during the day because there's basically no sun. So people can't see their diamond and crust. Who, who wrote Twilight? Her name is Stephanie Meyer. Okay. I don't think Stephanie Meyer knows how like UV light works. Or, or how cloud coverage works. Because even when it's cloudy, there's still light. And that light still comes from the sun. Are, are we saying that you can filter out the part of the sun rays through clouds so that make vampires glitter? So I know you're angry about this film, and I understand I'm not why. angry about the film. I'm livid. I am not trying to defend the film up, but I am trying to give our listeners a basic plot. So let's, let's just go back to the plot real quick. So Bella ends up in Forks, and she's worried about making new friends, but then all of a sudden she finds friends, and she seems to have a good no, relationship no, 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 no. with her dad. Friends find her. Okay. Bella has the easiest time making friends in the world, even though that's something that's brought up early in the movie. She's like, I gotta move to a new place. I don't know anybody. I'm gonna have to make friends. Nervous about that. Oh, all these people made friends with me. Isn't that great? It's she literally goes to the friendliest high school on the planet. She does. Even the vampires are friendly. Mm-hmm. They, they everyone are. in the school is friendly. They the are. werewolves are friendly. The vampires well, no. are friendly. Edward is not friendly to her at first. At first, when Edward first smells Bella, he is disgusted. I because he wants to eat her. Yes. Exactly. Her blood smells so sweet that he just can't take it. Because the Cullen uh, Coven is what they call vegetarian vampires. Instead of eating people, they survive off of animals. Yeah, I I get it. It's like a weird metaphor, though, because they say they're vegetarians, but they're eating animals. It's odd. But... Anyhow, Bella is attracted to this guy that's disgusted by her, that tells her multiple times, like, we should not stay together, we shouldn't be friends, but they're both drawn to each other because her blood smells good, and he is beautiful, I guess. that's Those are the only reasons that these people are attracted to each other, because otherwise there's no chemistry whatsoever between these two. Does it count that they met... In chemistry class. Symbolism. That is literally the only chemistry they have. Is is the fact that they meet in chemistry class. I, I, I don't I, I don't know if that's intentional. It it might have been I yeah. Or maybe that's just the only class where you have like a lab partner, so you have to sit next to somebody. It's like the most cliched way people meet. This happens in all these films. Even like Ten Things I Hate About You has a scene where like the girl ends up being a lab partner with the guy she doesn't want to. It's like the high school. It's a it's an easy trope. It's a fun way to meet cute, whatever you call it. All right, I, I gotta stop you with the whole plot thing because we could talk all day about the lack of plot. Because in order for there to be a plot, you're gonna have to describe everything that happens, and nothing happens. No, well that. That's basically it. They fall for each other. She realizes he's a vampire. 
And then they do all the normal boyfriend girlfriend stuff. She meets the family. The normal the family boyfriend girlfriend like stuff. Yeah, the normal boyfriend girlfriend stuff. She meets his family. The family's like weird. They don't know if to accept her or not. They talk about how good she smells. And then these other two vampires who are the the quote unquote villains who there's no development of they them just show either. Up. They, they just, just show up. up. They decide to hunt her and they end up saving Bella when she's dying, but they don't turn her into a vampire, which she's upset about because she wants to be a vampire so she could be forever young with Edward. And it ends with the one evil vampire stalking them. So it's a cliffhanger. So you know there's going to be another movie. That's it. That's the whole plot. That's all I wanted to do. Oh. <laughs> you know, I... <I'd... laughs> I'd avoided Twilight because I knew it was bad. I knew it was going to be bad just by the trailers. But I thought it was going to be like, oh, I'm just not into this because I'm not a 12-year-old girl. Um, <laughs> but no, 12-year-old girls shouldn't be into this. I don't know why anybody would be into this. They made four of these. How did they make it? A f- they like, wrote like, four books, five movies. Whatever. They made five movies out of this. How do you drag this out for five movies? I don't know. How do you it's, drag... First of all, it's l- really let me... Bad. Let's... It's really bad. And whatever good parts there were in the books, the movie's completely destroyed. Okay. I've got to talk about... Just... just We're going to start at the beginning. So, there's narration. There is. For, like, the first half of the movie... Bella kind of narrates some random things that are happening in her life. I don't know if that's because the director doesn't know how to show. And and, and this is coming from a guy who actually tends to like narration in movies mm-hmm. to a degree. I, I like it when it's done well. I think it's fun. I don't think it's always lazy. This was god-awful. I don't know what she's narrating. First day of school. Hey, that was Edward. He's not like anybody I ever... I don't even know what the narration was about. It was just like random stuff, like stream of conscious from her head. And it, it didn't serve the plot like at all. She's, and then she stopped. And then it just stops. There's no more narration. Even when there like should be narration at the end or something. Like, he's sucking the poison out of my wrist. No, don't. I want to be a vampire. Or something. I don't know. Just, if you're going to have a character... Like, that would have been a more interesting internal dialogue to hear. If, if you're going to have a character's internal thoughts, have their internal thoughts. Don't just don't just have it because you're too lazy to, to show or do like a covered shot of what's like going on. Right. You're like, and then I moved to Washington. Okay. So, <laughs> everything is so bad about this. The acting is, is brutal and I can't even blame the actors because I'm sure these people are all professional actors. I know they've been in other stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's like, it's got to be the director. Who directed this? Uh, her name was Catherine Hardwick. She's terrible. She's a terrible director. She's bad. Because these are bad performances. These are across the board, across too. The it's board. every character has yeah. the same tone. Mm-hmm. If you were to talk about this in terms of art, it would be like everything has the same like color or the same saturation or the same tone. You know, however you want to, whatever you want to say, like it's um, hue. Everything is like exactly the same. Everything in the movie is exactly the same. All the characters. Like, the, the only character that has, like, any kind of emotion is, like, one or two of her friends in high school. And they show up, and they're there, and then they disappear, and then they're there, and then they disappear. Nothing happens in this movie. Yeah, no, Anna there, Kendrick is in this movie, and every time I see her in this movie, I'm like, how the hell did you end up in this movie? They needed an I extra. love Anna Kendrick. She should have been the lead. Um, she would have been better than freaking Kristen Stewart and well, the no, no, it com- It's the writing... <laughs> 
Hell, what? That would be uh, more emotion than she showed. You just showed yeah. more emotion than she showed. Uh, okay. There's no emotion it, in this it's film. Hard. Uh, let it's me, hard. Let me, let me tell you what happened in this film. Uh, a girl ended up going out with a boy and figuring out she was a vampire from Google, and then they played baseball in the woods, and then some vampires showed up. And keep in mind, I keep using and then, because that's what this movie is. A series of and thens. It's like it was written by a ten-year-old girl. It's like, and then they'll go to the woods, and then they'll be werewolves and then they're gonna play baseball during a thunderstorm and and then and then edward's gonna save bella and and then and then there's gonna be a fight in a ballet studio and then and then and then they're but gonna live for, together and then he's gonna part. save everyone and but it, there's no therefores there's no but thens you know a good story should should have like like this happens because this happens nothing is because like like apparently we're supposed to care about that guy who played santa that one time like, it's like, we're supposed to care that this guy was killed, like her dad's friend. Even after who wasn't scene. even established as her dad's friend. It's like, who the fuck is this guy? No, they had that whole scene in the diner. With, Eight seconds! Which, I remember when you were watching it, you were like, what the fuck was the point of that scene? I didn't even, yeah, I said, I literally said, what was the point of that scene? Because mm-hmm. the scene had no point. And like, then when he, and then, uh, when he was killed... You were like, who was that guy? You didn't even remember him. No. And it was interesting. But you forgot the best and then. It's when he shows Bella that he sparkles oh, in the sunlight. Everyone's talked about this. I'm like, I, what's the point? Listen, I actually, no, 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 stop. I actually think that's a cool idea. Um, it's an interesting idea for being able to let vampires go out in the daylight, because I always thought the daylight limitation was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, it, it should be more of a, like, I've seen vampire stories do it well, where they can be out in the daylight, but it's, like, painful, or they get, like, rashes, or it's just, like, an irritant. Um, not like they burst in the flames. You don't have to have them burst in the flames. Yeah, like, <clears> in the True Blood series, they get burnt up, but they could still survive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's an interesting idea. I, I don't know. I, I guess it was maybe described a little better in the book, but I feel like it's really, really stupid the way they did it. Like, like if you're not going to have them out during the day, just don't have them out during the day. Or have them wear, like, all black. Like, like these are the most, like, like metro vampires ever. Uh, they just look like normal kids, but paler. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's weird. But why is Kristen Stewart... It's Kristen Stewart, right? Why yeah. is she pale? She already looks like a vampire when the movie starts. She lives in Arizona. Right, which they do make, like, an offhanded comment, like, aren't people from Arizona supposed to be tan? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I guess I don't fit in with her breath. She's paler than the vampires. She she's, looks like a corpse, and she's, she's got all the personality. Pale. She's very pale. Yes. Nobody, but the act, the acting nobody is, in this movie has a personality. The acting is awful. The plot doesn't make any sense. Nothing makes any sense. And you can tell that this was, like, made as, like... An introduction to all these characters. Yeah, the main point of this movie was to focus on the development of Edward and Bella's relationship. Failed. Yeah, because the, you do get the character of Jacob in here, but he's kind of just this kid that's hanging around. Yeah, fail. Nothing there. Yeah. I mean, if you that's the thing. Like, you're making a movie. You're, you're making a motion picture. And I'm not a fan of this, although I think it can be done well. Like, if you're making a motion picture, make a motion picture. Too many movies right now, and this is what I kind of like about the Marvel movies, and I think they do this better. Like, each Marvel movie, and we we started watching them a little bit, is a self-contained movie. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Mm -hmm. Now, it's part of a larger story. It's part of a larger universe. That's fine. 
So do that. Make it part of a larger universe. But but don't just make it like, well, this is just the first part, and all this stuff will be explained later. Don't do that. That's really, that's really, it's really annoying to the audience. Like, if the audience is watching, and they're like, mm-hmm. like, I'm sure the fans, like, this this whole movie seems like utter fan service. Just, just like, written for the fans of the books, because there is so much left out. Like, she does the whole thing where she's Googling the vampires. Like, the whole movie should have been more about her, like, figuring out their vampires, or, yeah, or trying to determine that they're vampires. That in the book, that was Jacob's, that was a major plot point for Jacob in the book, I remember. Like, he's not allowed to tell Bella that they're vampires. But, but it's cool could, if she found out? He could, yeah, he hinted at it, and, like, he found ways to let her know, like, the cons are vampires, stay away. Without actually saying it. Because there's a whole thing with his tribe. They're actually a pack of wolves. And their whole purpose is to make sure the Cullens don't eat people in their community. Oh yeah, Jacob. Yeah, that whole thing's weird. The whole thing is weird, but it it makes more sense in the books. And the books do explain it better. The books are not great, but I do remember when I was reading them, I found them entertaining and I found them fun. And it's a basic love story, which when you're a young teen, which is who the main audience of these books, all you want is to fall into a <clears throat> romantic fairy tale relationship. Hopefully not like this. Hopefully not like this. I, I, I hope. But I could see the appeal. And it appealed to me. I mean, I was like 22 23 when i read them and like it they were just like fun and i don't know why i read them but i did they were a quick read and they were fun and that's why i went to go see the film and i was sitting in the theater laughing out loud Stephanie when Meyer. he started to smile when he started to sparkle. when he started to sparkle well he didn't i don't think he ever smiled no, he didn't smile. Did anyone Nobody smile? Smiled. Nobody smiled in this movie. It was it, a, it it's was a joyless. Weird this film. movie it was is just joyless. A weird film. There's I no actually, humor. I got joy out of watching you suffer through it, which is really weird to say. This was a hard sit. It was. It was really. This was a really. It's I had so to stop. The, I had to stop. Too. I had to stop so and make tea long. with like a half hour left because I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't just sit through it. I needed like an intermission. I needed. It feels like it's four hours long. Like nothing. It's so boring. The pacing is awful. The pacing is awful. Everybody, the editing is bad. The so special many effects have done bad reviews on this. Awful. But now you've seen it, and now you could say that I have seen Twilight. We have filled in that cinematic gap for you. You are among those. Yeah, I don't who think it was. Suffered. I don't. I don't think that was part of the foundation. I, I don't think that's really. This is this is not a load bearing pillar of of my movies. It's, this could easily be knocked down and replaced with something else. It's maybe a bar or something nice. I don't need this. <laughs> the special effects were awful. The pacing was awful. Everything was terrible about this film. Like everything was terrible. There was no no single redeeming quality. But I mean, there's no there's no antagonist. There's no antagonist. I mean, I guess the three. Let me just go for a while. I guess the three. Because I. I feel like we don't even need to keep going. Like, people know it's a bad film. No, I want, I want to talk about the, the antagonists. Because, okay, fine. Talk because they the have incredibly memorable personalities. Like, you've got black vampire, uh, you've got woman vampire, and, you, and, red hair. and, and you've, got, you've, got, you've got guy, white guy vampire. James. James, sure. Who, according to black vampire... Because these are their characters. According to Black... <laughs> that's, my... that's his character. He's, he's oh, Black Vampire. 
That's his character. They needed. Well, there's no. There's no black people in this movie except him. That's the only one. There's one Asian guy, one black person. Everyone is. This is the whitest film I've ever seen. Oh come on! All film is. No, no, but white but I know this stuff. is this is like bland white, like like Midwest, like like Midwest, like oh hey, how you doing? It's just very ugh, middle America. Um, but you've got these three antagonists who killed. Two people? Three? And they mention another one. Whatever. Yeah, but they're they're the bad vampires. Like, the Cullens are the good vampires. I guess they're bad. But, yeah, they're, they're more traditional vampires. Like, they eat humans. Sure, and... traditional. Why not? The whole thing. And then you have this stupid line of exposition, which is the dumbest line in the movie. When Black Vampire says, He has exceptional hunting skills. I haven't seen anything like it in my 300 years. And Edward kicks his ass in like 10 seconds. Yeah. I mean, what was the point of these antagonists? They're not built up. They're not special. They're not impressive. Where was his lady friend at the end? None of this makes sense. Nothing makes sense. Nothing yeah, they, happens. They split up. Why? They didn't explain why they split up. But at the end, when they're dancing at prom and Bella's saying, like, why don't you change me? I want to be a vampire. It ends with Victoria... The lady vampire staring at them, like plotting her revenge, and that's how the movie ends. Like Victoria's gonna get revenge on them. Bella wants to be a vampire, but they're in love and she's alive. I don't know. It's it's very bland and very boring, and I really hated having to sit through it again. I got through a couple levels of Candy Crush while we were watching. It was good. <laughs> it was good. So let's talk about. The, the better werewolf movie? The movie that actually has well, werewolves in it? Yeah, because Twilight doesn't get werewolves until... Because why, why, why would you introduce a major part of the Twilight mythos in the first movie? Why would you want to introduce werewolves in the first movie when it's like a huge, apparently a huge part yeah. of like the whole mythos? Oh, you, you wouldn't want to bring that up. You want to focus on these two characters. You know, well, the, the interesting ones. The f- first book was introducing Bella and... Edward's relationship and then Jacob comes into it and his his tribe and his pack this was awful don't watch Twilight it's not even good bad like some movies are good bad yeah, like, like, like some Teen movies, Wolf is, is good bad I would say Teen Wolf is good bad listen Teen Wolf's not a great film but what it has um is personality Teen Wolf just oozes personality you can tell that everyone involved is trying. I I never once during the Twilight movie got the fact sense that anyone was trying. You know, boring shots, first takes, just terrible dialogue. Michael J. Fox is infectious. He's a great actor. He just he, he had that natural charisma on screen. You could tell. Like you want to like him. You know he's hurting at school. You know that, like, he wants the hot girl, but, like, the, his friend from childhood is there. Who's also hot. Boof? Is that, yeah. Boof. Boof, Boof is, Boof is a Boof, really man. attractive yeah, girl. Like, what the hell? Although, girl is a stretch, because everybody in this movie looks like they're over 30. I, I, well, I, I think it's, I think, I think everyone's, like, in their late 20s. Except Michael J. Fox, I think, is, like, the youngest cast. He's, like, 23 at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Chubbs is, like, 28. Styles is, like, 29. 
Uh, like her boyfriend's like twenty seven. Chubb straight years up old. looked like he was in his forties. Like that oh was... yeah, yeah. Chubb's. <laughs> I love I love eighties movies because they didn't they didn't even care they didn't even try, and you know what I respect that because I'll be honest with you one of the things I hate a lot about modern films is that they keep casting teenagers to play teenagers and I don't I don't want to like bag on people's like craft because there are good teen actors but I, I feel like a teenager playing a teenager doesn't really have the perspective. Or like the life experience, um, to necessarily because as you, I think as you, I think actors age like wine. They get so much better as they get older. So when you keep hiring these teens to play teenagers, they've just they. Just, I don't think they have that that gravitas yet that you need to really uh, like like play these dramatic parts. <clears throat> not that Teen Wolf is a good example of that. Teen Wolf is not Teen Wolf is not a good example. I'm just of like that. sitting here like wincing at him because I. Teen, Teen Wolf is not a good example of Why that. don't you give a plot summary of Teen Wolf real quick? Uh, Michael J. Fox is a werewolf. Um, didn't know he was a werewolf. Uh, part of puberty. There's like a whole puberty metaphor going on A here. little bit. There's a little bit of a puberty. So, so, so there's themes. This movie has themes. Twilight didn't have any themes. So this movie has a theme. There was a He's, theme of falling in love. Apparently. There was a theme of being in love. I didn't see anybody fall in love. Yeah, it just kind of happened. <laughs> they just threw them together. You're in the same room and you're both attractive. Quote, unquote, attractive, I guess, if you're in a JC. <laughs> Go back to Teen Wolf. We, are, we need to stop talking about Twilight. <laughs> so, I just want to do a whole episode on bashing Twilight. So, Michael J. Fox finds out he's kind of an average, average kid. He feels average. He feels out of place. He wants more out of life. He, want, he wants to be successful. Like He wants to be good at everything he does. He's, he's not. He's just, yeah, he's all right. And, and the movie's kind of about just figuring out that you are special. Like, you, you are, you're, you're cool. You can just be yourself. You should be happy being yourself. Like, like happiness really comes from, like, who inside and not, like, exterior things, not, like, popularity and stuff. Like, and, and that's a cool plot. I mean, it's been done before, but it's, at least it's something going on in the movie. And so, uh, he's on the basketball team and they're awful. They have, a, they have the best coach ever. They have an awful coach. Who doesn't uh, seem to care about he, anything. He's so amazing. He's just like, yeah, I mean, whatever. Come to me for whatever. But I got a lot on my plate. We can't, like, foul. can't talk. Did you, did you catch that scene in the beginning? He's like, that's a foul. <laughs> he's like sitting there and doesn't even argue with the rest. He's like, it's a foul. Okay. But, like, he's so, he's so great. And the basketball team's awful. And... They just get the crap kicked out of him until Michael J. Fox turns into a werewolf in the most accepting town. This is the yeah, most accepting was... small town in the history of all film and books and literature. They're just all like, you're a werewolf? Oh, that's cool! cool. Oh, he's like... really good at basketball. We need a good basketball player. Let's all love him. Let's make t-shirts Although, for him. you know what? You know what? That that's actually kind of a that's kind of a cool thing because it does kind of go to show you how the public is is kind of um like celebrity, like like, like celebrity fuckers you know they're very, very yeah. oh you're you're famous and you're good at this thing so you we're gonna love you and we don't care what kind of person you are so there there is that kind of thing with society where if you're if you're like a good athlete or a good actor like you don't have to be you don't have to have a personality you don't have to be a person you just Correct. you know as long as you're kind of like Twilight as long as you're attractive. Um, <clears throat> But it's about, like, what you can do for them and not, like, what they can do for you. Like, like, like society and the school and stuff is basically using Michael J. Fox, mm-hmm. in a sense. They, even even they though totally the basketball are. team and becomes they, resentful of then it. Then they turn on him when... 
Well, when he but, becomes like an egotist, like he becomes yeah. kind of full of himself. He's like, I'm the wolf, and I can but do whatever I want. His father warns him against. I like I like the father son relationship in mm-hmm. this movie. It's so much better than the relationship between Bella and her dad, which yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah. Which I don't like even they actually talk and have conversation. Yeah, I mean they try they gave them lines and they spoke the lines together in a room in Twilight. <laughs> but I don't know what they were talking about. <laughs> but like the yeah, the chemistry and I wish I wish there were more scenes in Teen Wolf between between Michael J. Fox's dad and him because that was they, they had a great chemistry. Like they were the two best actors in the film. Correct. Let, let's be honest. Most of the acting in this film was not real great. Most most of it was just very, very hammy. Again, 1.2 million. This was shot in a short period of time. Um, apparently because, um, like, Family Ties was on break. So they just shot this in between. Because one of the co-stars got pregnant, so they Who had to wrote stop filming. This? Like, Jeff Loeb wrote this. Jeff Loeb wrote this. Who's Jeff Loeb? I'm going to tell you who Jeff Loeb is. Because I didn't know Jeff Loeb wrote this until we sat down to do this episode. I'd never really done the research on it. Uh, Jeff Loeb is a producer... Mostly, though, he's known as a comic writer. He wrote, um, he also wrote Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger a couple years after this. Uh, he wrote a couple other movies, but mostly he's known for a couple books he wrote in comics. He wrote Batman the Long Halloween and Batman Dark Victory, and I think he wrote Batman Hush. And <clears throat> considered three of the better Batman stories that have been put in, uh, put in comics. He's written other comics, too, but you know Jeff Loeb. Because Jeff Loeb is executive producer of Daredevil, what? Jessica Jones, um, yeah, yeah, Iron Fist that's coming up, Daredevil season two. Yeah, yeah, he's he's oh. he's the producer of all of these things. This was one of his first. I think, but this, he didn't write them. He has input. Okay, because he's familiar yeah, with the producers. Characters. Like, you know, he has input. He knows the characters. But yeah, but they're not writers. Those are, but, those are two great shows that I love. Yeah, very much. He wrote this, and this was his first movie writing gig, I believe, or second. Might have been his second writing gig, but it was really early in his career. It was eighty three or four. This was filmed. Fun story about Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf actually came out like a month after Back to the Future. Got to number two in the box office while Back to the Future was number one. So Michael J. Fox was number one and two at the box office in the in the same month. I do too. This movie was actually filmed before Back to the Future. Then released after Back to the Future was a hit. They just kind of sat on it. Hey, that's smart. Like Which is I smart. can't hold against it. I think if this came out before Back to the Future, it would have had no draw and it would have flopped completely. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's the greatest film ever made. It's got so much heart, though. It I does, mean, but that's like, the thing. so it's... many things. Like, oh, it's... Why, why does his friend Lewis start to hate him and then they never resolve that? The, oh man, no! There's so many plot holes in this the film. The blonde like, girl, like, what is what is her long game? Like, she sleeps with him. But does then, she? Like, then, or maybe she hooks up with him in the dressing room. I don't even know what's going on there. I'm pretty sure that was that whole scene was them getting it on because he, you hear the wolf. Oh yeah, laughing. yeah, I guess so. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like that was him getting off. Uh, yeah. But then at the end of the night, she's like, "No, I'm still gonna date my asshole boyfriend, Mick." Maybe, maybe, maybe they're polyamorous. Maybe they're just really ahead of their time. Like, they were a polyamorous couple. Yeah, because the movie that, <laughs> like, joked about, you better not tell me you're a fag, is uh, open to other types of relationships. <laughs> 1985. Uh, <laughs> 1985. Huh. Oh, God. Styles. <laughs> I love Styles, by the way. Yeah, his character was fun. He was, like, the friend who was like, oh, 
I got a new angle. Because yeah, yeah, you're yeah, a yeah. wolf, I'm going to make money. He's a schemer. Uh, yeah, I like that. it's... I like his t-shirts. I, I found it entertaining. I didn't start playing on my phone at some points again, because I was just like... There's a this lot of what, watching this again. Like when I was like 12 years old, this movie was the shit. This yeah, movie and was I'm awesome, sure. and for a couple reasons. One, the wolf makeup is really good. It like, really is. Like, like yeah, yeah. The, for the, 84? The, 84, right? 84, 85, 85 is when it was released. 84 no. is when it was filmed. But anyway, the wolf makeup is really, really good. Uh-huh. Uh, they did a good job with the whole... For $1.2 million too. Like, like pretty good special effects budget. Like, the whole thing when he's changing in the bathroom and you have, like, the pockets of skin, like, bubbling up and, like, the hair growing and the nails, like, growing. And you see all that stuff. And that's fun. That's way better than the special effects in Twilight. Oh, my uh, God. The piggyback ride special effects. You, which, you didn't get to see any of the wolf special effects, which are... Excellent. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm, sarcasm. I'm, uh, <laughs> sh- I'm sure they look. <laughs> they're awful. I'm sure they're they're awful. up there with Pixar. Oh god. <clears throat> oh, but anyhow, I think if I had loved this film growing up, I would have a much better like oh, no. love for it. Absolutely. But seeing it now, like I'm 30, it's past. Like the time was right when it came out. Like to watch it now, I think I have a bit of a different perspective. Oh yeah, no, it, it was a very classic teen film at the time. It was up there. It was along the lines of, like Weird Science and, yeah. and a lot of this came out the year about, I was like, born. Lovable losers, mm. like <clears throat> figuring out something about themselves that can give them popularity, but then having to realize that this popularity isn't really what they wanted, and what they wanted all the time was really just right in front of them. All that, all, all that gooey stuff that eighties movies were always about. Eighties yeah. movies were always about like just just loving yourself, which is cool. Like there's a lot of good themes. It's not about like what other people can do for you. It's about you need to figure out that you love yourself. Yeah, because he could be the wolf, but in the end, he has to be himself. Like he's himself at that last game. By the way, that last game, and you're supposed to be one poking potholes, uh, <laughs> poking plot holes in this. Oh yeah, but. You don't just, like, there's no training or anything. The team just doesn't magically become good. Like, the only reason they were... But they did! They magically became good when it counted. Like, I don't... Yeah, this is the same team in the beginning of the season that blew them out, like, 72 to, like, 13 or something. Yeah. And and all of a sudden... And then the rest of the season, nobody else on the team played except for Scott because he was the wolf. Well, no, during the montage, and man, this movie is just chock full of montages. But they were never montages. <coughs> they were just like no, the season, short cuts. The season of, was a montage, like when they were doing like the different games. Uh, I mean, I mean, we're led to believe time passed. Yeah. Yeah, during during those games. And then they're showing sure. how his popularity is growing in the merchandising and stuff. But like, like There's in the little town scene them. snippets, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not, like a, it's not like attention. a training montage. You don't see him getting better. Yeah. Just, you see you see the team winning over a period mm-hmm. of time. And you assume they're winning all those games. But and you but, also assume that nobody except for Scott is playing. No, 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 because in the beginning, that's not true. Like, when he first turns into the wolf, he's passing... You know, he he's doing stuff where he's, like, passing to his teammates and, and they're throwing layups and he's passing back and they're throwing layups because he's getting double-teamed. But then then you see it kind of slowly. It's not the greatest montage. They could have done a better job. But you see him slowly and slowly become more like, um, it's just about me, like, when he starts stealing the ball from his own teammates, mm-hmm. which was fun. Oh, yeah, that, that was a great scene. I'm like, <clears throat> did he just steal it from his own teammate? Um, overall, 
fun, fun movie. I'm glad that he ends up with. Yeah, there was there were some genuinely laugh out loud moments in the film. There were. Yeah, there definitely were. It's a coming of age story. It's a coming of age story. The, all the characters, angle. all the characters have some sort of personality to them. Right. Even the bitchy blonde girl. <laughs> She's a bitchy blonde girl who, in the end, wants to end up with the hot guy. So she's gonna make him jealous by um, using Scott. Like that—that's like an angle. She has some kind of thought process behind her. Yeah. Whereas in Twilight, just nobody did anything. You get you get no idea that anybody is doing anything in that movie. Yeah, they're they're all. just kind of all existing in this supernatural world but nobody i wish twilight were more campy like take the camp up a level like take the camp all the way up because it's kind of a campy story like like just just play the whole story like at 11 like like take take everything to that like crazy campy level because it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't play it crazy enough because it's it's a crazy story it's supposed to be a love story but i think it was elevated it was told so poorly like just so poorly. I'm... Again, I think this is one of the limitations of Twilight as a film in that I'm, I'm sure when... I, I didn't read the books, but I'm sure when Stephanie Meyer wrote this, um, when Stephanie Meyer wrote this, like, I'm sure it made more sense in the books because when you have books, you have a lot more... Ex, not exposition dump, but you have, like, you get characters' internal thoughts more in the books... And that's important. And With it, any book, you're going to get... And it did get... play out that way. So we, I think some blame has to be given to Melissa Rosenberg, who did the screenplay for this. Yeah. Because you need to stay true to the books to a sense, but I think she tried to do that too much and forgot that she has this medium of film to work with and you could do things visually. Like, she just used exposition on the whole thing. Which in Teen Wolf, like, you could see he's struggling with something like there's a hair on his chest he doesn't need to talk about finding a weird long piece of hair on his chest right he doesn't like, need to he, dump that you to anybody. see that you in the it. acting like you see that in his eyes and what the fuck and like the whole scene where he's changing we don't need a a running internal dialogue yeah show don't tell exactly like that's what film is supposed to be and i feel like they just dropped the ball on twilight it is i mean listen it wasn't it gonna just, be a great it film deserves anyway to be hated. Like, it is just so bad. But it probably should have been better than this. It should It should have been better. Like, the books were not great. Um, like, but she released four books. 05, 06, 07, 08. They all made a oh lot God, of money. Oh my God, they all came out in like a year? Yeah, they all uh, came out annually. They were all written really all fast. They were on the bestseller list for 235 weeks. 120 million copies. It's in 38 different languages. Like... The books were popular for a reason. Like it, it's a fun l- love story and love in quotes there. Listen, I'm but, it's, it's mindless and that's fine. It yeah. can be mindless, but I'm just saying, like, like when you're adapting a book, you should and, adapt. Well, here, here's, here's the thing: like, like fanboys and fangirls get really mad. Like, I love adaptations. Like, people got mad. You haven't seen Iron Man three. People got mad at what they yet. did with Iron Man three. But I'm like, at the same time, it's like you, you have to kind of give it your own voice. Yeah, and they just did it. And it's a film, and and Twilight just seems like... It seems like they're not using any dialogue that wasn't in the books, and you can't do that because the movie's not going to work, because you can't just strip all the dialogue from a book. 
it just didn't work. <clears throat> and it, it was sad, because I did go to that film. It's easy to say, like, oh, it's awful now. But I remember going to that film in 2008, um... With another friend of mine who had read all the books. And we we had enjoyed the books. And we wanted to enjoy the film. And we were just sitting there laughing out loud because it was it was so bad. There was no joy in the film. There was... Yeah, it was so bland. That's the contrast. Yeah. No joy in, in Twilight. Teen Wolf gets by just because it is basically all joy. It's not all great. But it's a yeah. joyful, colorful... There's plot holes. It's silly. Oh no! It's like, a, it's it, but, but, but it's a, but but it's a teen it is comedy. campy. They th- they pumped up the camp. Yeah, yeah, like pump it's up the like camp. oh, it's a person who could turn into a werewolf whenever. But instead of like becoming rageful on people, he's good at basketball. Yeah, uh, which I think is kind of cool. Like, <laughs> like you don't see many movies where like why isn't why isn't Edward on like the baseball team or something? Like you don't see. You don't see characters like because that have supernatural. he might end up in the sun at a baseball game, and he can't show people his diamond-encrusted skin. Because uh, that's the face of a monster. This is the face of a killer. <laughs> By the way, the sparkle effects were god-awful. Just really so bad. bad. Like, that's supposed to be... It was otherworldly. so bad. It was so bad. It looked like he, had, he, looked like he just came from a strip club. It looked like he was we a could, Ziggy Stardust impersonator. We could literally talk about this, and we have, before we started recording, the last 12 hours have basically been Steven remembering parts of Twilight that he hated and telling I've got, about it. I've got really bad Twilight PTSD. Yeah, he, he's not a happy camper, so I think next week we'll have to do some films that are actually... I have some ideas I don't want to say good because Teen Wolf, I think, was good, and I would recommend people see Teen Wolf. Yeah, I recommend Teen Wolf. You don't have to watch Twilight. It, it's is it's worse than everyone said. It's <laughs> it's worse because I thought everyone was just being dramatic. They're not. It is it is worse than all of the reviews you said. It's worse than its Rotten yeah. Tomatoes score. It's worse than yeah. it's worse than anyone is saying. And that's the thing. It's just as, like I have no connection. Like I think if you read the books, maybe you might like the movie a little better because you know where it's going. I know. But as someone who has no familiarity with it and not knowing where it's going, it just meanders. And it's just like I'm like this is setting up nothing for me personally because I'm not invested in these characters. And it's it's so much worse if you're not familiar because at least you can fill in the blanks. Like you read the books, so you can fill in the blanks. You're like, well, that wasn't done well, but at least I know what the hell's going on. I had no idea what the hell was going on. No idea. None whatsoever. If you want to see Steven's reaction to watching the film, I am going to be posting a video. I don't post that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's fine. Yes. So I would recommend people go see, or not go see, uh, download somewhere. Where do we get Teen Wolf? Do we download it? Oh, um, if you have Amazon Prime... Uh, this is a good thing to do. If you have Amazon Prime and you have Stars, it's on there. Um, or you can get a seven-day free trial with Stars. I think that's right. the only streaming service it's on right now. It used to be on Netflix. I don't think it is anymore because uh, no, they're always they're always adding it. and dropping we stuff. We didn't see it on Netflix. And Twilight. And you we ended up... you can see Twilight nowhere. No nowhere. Yeah, no streaming nowhere. services no. for Twilight. Yeah, yeah, don't 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 see Twilight. Don't pay for Twilight. Don't give Twilight money ever. Steal Twilight. I don't I don't advocate piracy at all, but if you can somehow like borrow it from a friend or see it for free and you really want to, although I wouldn't suggest it. But if you really it's, have to it's see twice two and a half hours of your life that you will not get back. God, it wasn't that long, but it felt like it. How long 
long was it? Two hours and like five minutes, which is way too long for that story. I could have told the story in 20 minutes. I Don't see Twilight, see Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf is fun if you like Michael J. Fox. He, he's infectious in the movie. The rest of the actors, eh, Styles is fun, but... It's a fun movie. It's, fun it's great 80s, 80s camp. It's great team camp. And next week you have to pick a movie for me that's not from the 80s. I would like something a little bit more current. That's my request. All right, we'll pick something. I'll try to pick something a little bit more current. But a lot of these are nostalgic. Anyway, guys, this has been Twilight and Teen Wolf on the You Haven't Seen podcast. I'm never... <laughs> He's in so much pain still. This is two He's hours in... of my life I'm never going to get back. So again, thanks for listening. So, thanks for listening, guys. You can visit our webpage at youhaven'tseen.com. You can contact us through there, all of our Facebook, Twitter accounts, at youhaven'tseen, the letter you haven't seen is our Twitter handle. We'll be posting updates on there, maybe some fun videos or photos, let you know what's coming up for next week. Don't see Twilight. Don't ever see Twilight. Okay, that, that's, that's your final thought. You've said that a few times now. Don't. You're just going to regret it. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. Uh. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand Walking through the streets of Soho in the rain He was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fox Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein. 